Socialites, and welcome back to the Social Studies Podcast, the podcast where we study being social by being social. I'm coming to you as a new man this week, honey. Why? Because I'm vaccinated. That's right. They shot me up with that good, good girl. The state of Washington opened this week and I jumped on it. I looked at my boss and I said, I have an appointment. I'm taking a half day on Thursday. What you going to do about it? Oh, yeah. What's that? Nothing. Okay, just kidding. They were actually like really, really great about it. They were like, of course, go, go and do what you need to do. Joe, get that shot up in your arm and come back healthy as a horse. So I did. I did it. But I need to tell you something. Um, No shade to my school. Our ID badges, they... uh. Look like they were made on Microsoft Word by a high school senior. No shade. No shade. It's a gentle border with my name. And that's about it. No picture. It doesn't scan. I can't swipe it for some free chicken nuggets at lunch. None of that. No, 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 no. Literally just says Joe Dombrowski and the name of my school. Okay. So I go to get my vaccine. I show up for my appointment. I'm like, hi, my name's Joe. She's like, fantastic. Are you a teacher? I'm like, yes. She goes, can I see your badge? I'm like, yes, here's my badge. She's like, do you have another form of ID? I was like, actually, I don't. This is um, this is what our school gives us. This is what I'm using. And she goes, I'm going to have to see another form of ID. I'm like, girl, listen, I'm a teacher. She's like, well, how do I know that if I can't see anything else? I literally said to this woman, I was like, do you see these bags under my eyes? Okay. These were created by the stress that was induced by a room full of children. Okay. Not to mention, I get off by the sight of color-coded flare pens. And on top of that, I am a borderline alcoholic. And the only reason that's borderline and not full-blown is because I go to bed at 7.30 on weekdays. So there's no time to keep drinking. You're going to give me my Pfizer? immediately here's my arm shoot me up sweet cheeks (laughs) i got in (laughs) they let me in i was in like a warehouse it was like 95 percent teachers and a few seniors okay i was in that room of teachers and it's me so immediately my brain goes to this place of i should hit him with that But I didn't. I didn't. Could you imagine if I did, though? I got got scared because I was like, it's like a place where people are a little nervous. They might not appreciate the joke here. So I'm just going to let it slide. But I got my first round. I hope you did, too. And if you didn't, the light's at the end of the tunnel, girl. You're going to get it. Don't worry. You're going to get it. Want to take a minute to say thank you to all of our Patreon subscribers. Our newest subscribers consist of Danielle L. Lasaro, Lee Patterson, Tori Westgarth, Tori, <gasps> my girl Tori. Listen, Tori slid up into my Patreon DMs. She's like, I ran away and I quit teaching. I ran away and I went to join the circus. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What'd you really do? Sure as shit. She leaves teaching and joins Cirque du Soleil. I'm like, you get it, Tori. 
you throw those legs behind that head and you show them who's the best contortionist teacher of all time, okay? I want to see you contort your body into a tiny vase and spin a yo-yo on your nose, okay? That's what teachers do, Tori. That's what we do. And she let me talk to her husband, you guys. Um, I'm just going to say this. He's Australian. Yeah. You know, as we say in Australia, Tori. Good on ya. Good on ya, Tori. Good on ya, mate. <laughs> oh, you know, there are so many women listening to this podcast right now who are like, ooh, that Tori. She snagged herself an Australian man. And just for the sake of the podcast, I'm going to go ahead and lie and tell everybody that he's an Australian firefighter. <laughs> Good on ya. Good on ya. Hello to Nicole Kern, Eileen Hosey, Amanda Huster, Jared Sidney, Cheryl, just Cheryl, Thelma Augustino, and M. Zoner. Thank you guys for joining the Patreon. I do really appreciate that. It's the Patreon that keeps the podcast going. If you guys want to join Patreon, it's patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski, patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski, patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. You get a ton of perks, bonus episodes of the Social Studies Podcast where I give you that raw, real, real, you know, that good, good, you know, that stuff that I'm not going to throw out there to the general pub. Mm -hmm. It's a secret club. That's what's up. Also, for my Patreon subscribers, I'm doing a Zoom teacher comedy show with some other teacher comedians from all over the world. That's on April 29th, but you're only going to get the link to that comedy show if you subscribe to Patreon. So thank you so much to everybody who has. And thank you for all of you who are considering doing it. And I'll see you over there in Patreon land. You guys, listen, kindergarten has been a dream. Truly a dream. I love it. I'm literally thriving. Again, okay, remember how I told you a few weeks ago, I was like, it takes a certain type of psychotic to be able to teach kindergarten. I am that psychotic. Okay, I am that type of psychotic. Many of you listening are that type of psychotic. Our husbands don't get it, right? Morgan had the audacity to look at me this week and he was like, can you stay up a little later with me tonight? I was like, <laughs> let's back this train up, sugar tits, okay? What did you ask me? Uh, it's Wednesday. No, this is when it sets in, my man. This is when the real tired starts to happen. Okay, it's eight o'clock. I'm getting in bed. Enjoy whatever you're going to watch downstairs, but I got sleep that needs to be started. Okay, sayonara and good night. And that's how we're going to live our life. If you're listening to this now and you're not a teacher and you're single, if you're considering dating a teacher, that is how your life is going to go. Okay? You're going to spend a lot of, of moments in the living room watching TV by yourself while your teacher goes to bed early. Okay? And when you two decide to consummate that marriage and have children... Don't you dare ask that teacher to lift a finger after dinner time, okay? They've been surrounded by feral, tiny humans for the entire day. You can handle the ones that you had 50% stakes in making, okay? Do you understand? You got that? 
Just know that that's your future. And that's how that's going to go. Anyway, loving kindergarten. Please do not get this podcast construed. I love it. I'm never going to teach anything else. But I very quickly realized this week that the honeymoon phase is over. Oh, wow, is it over? It is not only over, it's laying dead on the side of the road. It's been run over by a few Volkswagen Beetles. Uh, yeah, it's done. Honeymoon phase out the window. I have attitudes galore. Literally the cutest and most frustrating attitudes that I think ever could have been thrown my way. I have one girl who rolls her eyes at me so hard that I swear to God, the night before she comes to school, she's on her Ouija board trying to summon the spirit of Whitney Houston for diva advice. Okay? Not only does she roll her eyes, she flicks her little hair back when she does it. I'm like, girl, do not. I have another one who stamps her feet at me. When she stamps her feet at me, she clenches her jaw really tight. She looks at me. She's like, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm like, we're literally subtracting marbles here. Yes, you are. She stamped her foot at me and I was like, "Uh, okay, you know what? You're not going to stamp your foot at me in those last season jamboree boots, sweetheart. Okay, turn around. Try it again. I am not the one. Uh Uh-uh. I invented this. You're not, no. Not from you. I do not have the time, patience, or energy. Because there's 27 more of you in this room and one of me. And if I, for a second, allow this to happen, you're all going to put together that you could take me out any minute and I'm going to be hanging by my ankles from the ceiling from a jump rope. Okay? And I believe that you all could do it. And if any of you are listening to this podcast right now, don't get any ideas. Anyway, we were, you know, you got to work on a lot of fine motor skills in kindergarten, which I didn't really realize. And we were working on an art project and we had to sort and count colored beads they were very little um so i gave the kids a cup and then five more dixie cups that they had to sort the colored beads out from the main cup because they were all mumbo jumbo mixed up i swear to you less than five minutes after i passed out those cups of beads i had a kid stick the beads in his ear he panicked for a second because he couldn't get it out then he was like slapping the side of his head and it did come out. I didn't want him to slap himself, but at the same time, I was very grateful that he did. So I stopped and I told everybody, hands up, hands up. Okay, hands up. Let's have a conversation about this. So we sat and we talked and I started saying, this is a very, there are some dangerous choices going on in this classroom. Okay, dangerous choices with the beads. Beads are supposed to be a time of happiness. And you guys are turning them into danger, okay? We need to talk about bead safety, something that I never thought I'd have to be doing in my life. Uh, We need to talk about bead safety. So I started the conversation. I said, where are places that beads should go? They're giving me examples. They're like necklaces, bracelets, 
in these little cups. I'm like, yes, yes, you guys are so great. You're so great and you're so smart. I go, where are some places that beads shouldn't go? And the boy who did that goes, in my ear. Yes, in your ear. Another student says, in your nose. Yes. Definitely don't put these in your nose, even though I know one of you is about to do it. Now that you realize that that is a place that you can put a peed, please don't do it. Another student says, don't eat them. I'm like, yes, please don't eat them. These are plastic. That is no, uh-uh. Not good for the environment. Not good for your bowels. We don't need anyone pooping out little colorful turds of beads. Okay, no. Then my little tiny sweet, sweetheart, like she is the sweetest. Always on task, always doing the right thing, always saying the right thing. She raises her hand and she said with full confidence and she meant it too. She said, don't put beads in your china. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. Your what? Your china. You guys should have saw my face trying to hold it together. Um, I was like, oh, yep. (sighs) Don't stick beads in your china, please. Uh, Before I could even finish the safety talk, someone goes, what's your china? I'm like, and back to sorting. Okay, congratulations. We all know about bead safety now. Please don't put them anywhere, anywhere besides these cups. That would be, that would be fantastic. There's been a lot of cutting going on still. We're still working on those scissors. They just can't. I would say that about half of my class cuts paper with two hands on the scissors. They think each one of those is a handle for each hand. I'm like, what are we hedging bushes over here? You going to turn this bush into a sculpture of goofy? Come on. One hand, let's do this. Um not as easy as it sounds. When the cutting happens, um again, I told you, I just can kindergarten. I just can kindergarten. I just can kindergarten. Not everyone can, okay? There's a lot of garbage, garbage, scraps, tiny pieces of paper everywhere whenever we do cutting. So I got this idea and I started calling our recycle bin Mother Nature's Mailbox. I told them, ooh, okay, this is Mother Nature's Mailbox. She loves when you give her mail. And to give her mail, if you recycle things, that's giving mail to Mother Nature. And I was like, oh my God, Joe, you got the sauce, my man. You can do this. You can. Kindergarten. Um, It's a blessing and a curse. A blessing because it worked. They are recycling machines. Curse because... Now, every day since I've done that, they've been asking, when are they going to get mail back from Mother Nature? I'm like, oh, shit. Now I have to figure out how we're going to get some sort of mail from Mother Nature. 
I was like, I think they know my handwriting at this point. I'm writing on the board for them all the time. I'm considering having Mother Nature give them a voicemail, I think. This is the Mother Nature voice that I'm I'm working on. She's inspired by Blanche Devereaux from the Golden Girls. Well, hi there, kindergarten. Thank you so much for giving me all these scraps that you've uh, put in my mailbox. I just love seeing all, all of you recyclings taking care of the world. Keep being good Samaritans and maybe I'll come back and give you a nice sweet tea on the lanai. Thank you kindly. Love, Mother Nature. <laughs> maybe, I don't know. Could don't don't judge me. I know you're looking at me right now like I'm some sort of goofball. First of all, I am. Second of all, you don't know what Mother Nature sounds like. Why don't you take 10 seconds to try Mother Nature's voice on your own? Okay? I'm gonna put money on the fact that you can't do it. Actually, pause. This is exactly what I'm talking about when I said this is why I'm meant for kindergarten. This just comes to me, okay? The challenge the past few weeks has been to take a picture and post it to your Instagram of you listening to the podcast. That's not the challenge this week. The challenge this week is to record yourself on your Instagram story, saying why you like the podcast in your best mother nature voice. You want to try it, girl? Don't laugh at me. I want to hear your Mother Nature voices, okay? And at the end of it, you have to say, love Mother Nature, whatever or whatever Mother Nature sounds like to you, okay? Tell me why you love the podcast in your Mother Nature voice on your Instagram story. Tag me, Mr. D times three. And at the end, say, love Mother Nature. And that's how we're going to get down this week. I'll announce this week's winner at the end. So keep listening. Keep listening. I thought scissors were a problem for a while. Ooh, I didn't realize glue was going to be a problem too. Glue sticks, those jumbo glue sticks. Honey, I'm about to throw them all out. I can't, I, uh, mm -mm. you pull out those glue sticks, they don't stop. They glue everything, all of it. They just need to glue a, you know, dime-sized portion of the paper. There's glue in the whole damn page. Why? Don't know. Still trying to figure it out. No idea. But I started to realize that there's a lot of similarities between a drunk girl at the bar who's being kicked out and a kindergartner. Okay. Picture this. There's a drunk girl at the bar. She ordered a beer and it's in a really cool glass with the logo of the bar. She wants to keep it. She pounds her beer and is putting it in her purse and gets caught while the bartender says, ma'am. I see you're stealing that cup. You're going to have to leave now. She's still putting the cup in her purse. And she's looking right at him, nodding her head and right in front of him, still putting the cup in her purse as, she, as he's telling her not to. That's a kindergartner and a glue stick. I will literally say to them, okay, we're done gluing. We're going to put it away now. They'll look at me and nod. Their little hands are still going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, gluing. I'm like, we're done. And they're like, yep, we're done. Still gluing, still gluing away. I'm like, what are you even gluing? You're making like a fly trap. We could hang this piece of paper from the ceiling 
and it would collect all the bugs that are going to come in our classroom. What are you doing? They just have to. They never stop on the first time ever. And I'm talking ever. Even the best one in the class. I'm like, okay, we're going to be done gluing now. Uh Uh-uh, little hand going, going, going. But it just like, oh, the part that gets me the most is they looking right at you. They're looking right at you. They know that little hand needs to stop, but they're still going. Why? I don't know. I don't know. That was when the foot stomper stomped her foot at me, okay? I almost got the broom out and started making music like it was 1995 and we were auditioning for Stomp on Broadway, okay? Between the, li- the, the lack of listening and that, oh, I forgot to tell you, I had another one who climbed so high in a tree. I, I literally almost had straight up cardiac arrest in this moment at recess. He was so high in the tree. I was like, uh, do I get him out or do I call the fire department? I don't know. I was so sure he was going to injure himself. And I looked up. I was like, hello, can you get down from there? What are you, half possum? Like, what? And listen, the amount of time that went by from the time that I was watching him from the time that I wasn't was a fraction of a second. I'm talking, it might have been 15 seconds top. And he was up in that tree. When I asked him to come down, that means bring your body closer to the ground. What did he do? Went another branch higher. Fantastic. Okay. Then he got scared up there. I literally wanted to say, of course you're scared up there. You're like, first of all, I'm 6'3". I was like, you're about five times my height from the ground. So I was like, directing him as he came down. I was like, it it was like we were playing tree twister. Left foot on branch with one tree bud. Okay, right hand on twig. And he's just scaling his little way down. Finally, he got low enough where I could just sort of grab him and bring him down. Ooh, wow. That was one of the times where I was like, I'm going to lose my teaching license. It's going to happen in this very moment. I guarantee it. And then these kids, you guys, I love them. They're great, but they're infiltrating my dreams. I'm having like teacher stress dreams now. Have you ever dreamed about school? Oh, it's the worst. It's the worst. And this one, this one was scary. Okay. I had this dream that my boss decided to pop in to do an unannounced observation. I was like, thank you so much. I've been here for a month and I've never taught kindergarten before. But by all means, please come watch this absolute shit circus that I've been conducting all week. OK, no problem. We're just keeping it real down here in kindergarten land. She came in. And the kids all of a sudden and I had no idea Guys, don't forget this was a dream, please, okay? Because if you're listening to this right now, if this podcast ever gets taken out of context, I'm going to get my teaching certificate revoked for sure. This was a dream. This wasn't real. So in my dream, she comes in, and all of a sudden the kindergartners start chanting, check his desk. You know how they do that? They sort of feed off of each other and, and build up this chaotic energy. Check 
his desk. Check his desk. Check his desk. I'm like, oh, there's nothing in my desk, but go ahead. Go check my desk. She goes and checks my desk. And she pulls out a half gallon of Popov vodka. Now, you would think that the response to that would be, that's not mine. How did that get there? Like, what's up? In my dream, my gay ass said, ew, pop off. (laughs) (laughs) And I told her that's not mine and I can prove it. I only drink Grey Goose, which is true. I'm a little bit bougie when it comes to my vodka. Don't judge me. But in the spirit of it being a dream, (laughs) she just put it back and kept observing me. And she was observing me. And Mike, oh, by the way, they have to keep the windows open in the classrooms because, you know, we need good circulation because of this little thing called COVID-19. Not sure if you've heard of it or not, but it exists. So then this kids start chanting, check his pockets, check his pockets. I'm like, there's nothing in my pockets. My boss comes over, reaches into my pockets of the jacket that I am wearing and pulls out two, count them, two cartons of Marlboro menthol cigarettes. Okay. I'm not a smoker, which is why, okay, Dream, you got a little specific there. She pulls out two cartons like I just went through the duty-free section coming back from Canada, and I'm like, okay, now those are definitely not mine. And she looks at me and she goes, you're Fired. Get out of here. And all the kindergartners were laughing. And I was like, this is ridiculous. So I was so pissed. And I went back to my car. And I got in my car. And I reached in my pocket for my car keys. When I pulled out my keys, there was a crumpled piece of colored construction paper. And I was like, what is this? I undo it. And it was in that big, chunky kindergarten handwriting You know, the kind where they write where they use their whole hand to hold the pencil. The writing's the side of the page. The writing said, it was us, mother. Star, 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 star. Now, you think that I'm saying star so that I don't say the F word. But the best part of the dream was the note actually said star, 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 star. Because they knew they were being bad, but they weren't going to be bad enough to say the F word. And then I woke up in a cold sweat. And I was like, oh, shit, I have to go back to work. This could actually happen today. Oh, God, these teaching dreams, they happen and they're scary sometimes. How does my brain even like come up with that? That's wild. I have had a student in the past, though, who did give me a pack of cigarettes. And he was like, I wore my dad's coat to work. Or I wore my dad's coat to school today. Here's a cigarette. So probably shouldn't have these. It's like, thanks for the new ports. Like, I don't know what to say. This is wild. God, teaching's great. It's crazy, but it's great. It's not for the fainted heart. We are overworked and underpaid, my friend. There's no doubt about it. But let me tell you what, we have the best job in the world. We don't see our husbands coming back from sitting in their cubicle all day telling us stories about how fun it was. Uh Uh-uh. I'm coming back with marker all up and down my hands. And I also have about three hours of stories that I could sit and tell you right now. And they're all hysterical. 
Being a teacher is a gift. It's amazing. I love it. I hope you guys are loving it too. If it's been a rough week, yo, I understand. It's hard. Something good has had to have happened. Focus on that. Take some time. Have fun with your kids. Have fun with your biological kids. Have fun with your family. Have fun with your parents. Enjoy life. I am literally in the craziest situation of my life. And the only thing that's keeping me through it right now is to focus on the funny. Laughter is the best medicine. I mean that from the bottom of my butt. And I say that because my butt is bigger than my heart. So I feel like it means more. Find the funny in your day and let that fuel the rest of your week. Hey, I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Social Studies Podcast. Yo, hey, hey, I'm not going anywhere without releasing last week's winner of posting to Instagram. This week's winner is J Ray, J R A E underscore 31. She posted that she was listening to the podcast and said, You have to listen to just one of these episodes. You'll be hooked. This guy plus kindergarten makes me laugh. It's the best medicine. Jay, we're on the same page. Jay Ray underscore 31. I'm going to send you a Mr. D swag pack. You're going to get a shush fan, a beaded lanyard to wear uh, for your work or wherever it is you work. I got a mama needs a minute candle for you. I have a bunch of cool stuff that I'm going to send you. You guys know what the challenge was for this week. I want to see those Mother Nature voices. Or hear them, rather. God, I'm losing my mind. Thank you so much for listening to the Social Studies Podcast. And until next time, I'll see you next week. Bye.